The Red Rum Theater, Episode 89, The Outsiders. Seize upon the moment long ago One breath away and there you will be So young and carefree Again you will see That place in time So gold Welcome to the Red Rum Theater Where we watch movies, we love movies We were raised by movies We're your host Ernesto Alanis And Antonio Marino And every month we look at one of the movies that help raise us up Talk about how that movie raised us right and raised us wrong. Today we talk about the movie The Outsiders, how it taught us to eat the rich and to stay gold. So, The Outsider dro- this movie drops March twenty fifth, nineteen eighty three. So, how has this got a sixty four percent? Sixty four percent Rotten Tomatoes. This movie is gold. I, I, I don't know what it is. I mean. Maybe they could pick other Coppola films. Like, it's not The Godfather. It's a very different Whatever. film. Whatever. I didn't realize this was Francis Ford Coppola. I can't believe it's Coppola. Crap, we did Apocalypse Now last week, and I didn't even know we were doing another one of his movies this month. Jeez, man. Um, Coppola did this uh, from Apocalypse Now and Godfather fame. So apparently we've done a, almost all of Coppola's films, which is crazy on this podcast. Um, but the plot, it's, it's a t- it, I guess the straightforward plot is... A young greaser. Because it's really Pony Boy story. Yeah. A young greaser trying to navigate life in the poor America he was born into. He's born into a poor neighborhood. And he's got a lot to live up to with his brother and his, with his two brothers and his friends. Yep. He's just trying They're to find his rowdy. place in the world. And he and it's, 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 he's it's stinking like, young. And he, he remember Patch Face like, you smoke more in a pack today. I'm going to ta- I'm gonna skin you. Like, a pack? That's crazy. Dude. Um, but, uh. They smoke cigarettes in this movie, boy. <laughs> it's a movie from it's it made in the eighties, but it's about the sixties, right? Or the fifties? Fifties, fifties, and it's about it's. So I've never the word I don't know the socias. Socias. So it's the greasers and the socias. Yeah. And the greasers are from the poor part of town. The greasers uh, are called so because they they slick back their hair, wear leather mm-hmm. jackets. They're the fonts. The greasers are the fonts, right? Yes, they are. And the socias just cool, man. Are Richie Cunningham. The, yes. the, the oh, socials yes. are Richie Cunningham. Uh, they're they ra- they're born into money. They they live in the nice side of town. They do they drive cars. They all have the cars. They got nice cars, dude. dude. Even Diane Lane has a nice car. Oh, yeah, she's rich, dude. Her parents are rich, and uh, so the Greeks and the socials are just because of where they're born. They're just enemies. Her name's Cherry, dude. She's got the fiery red hair, dude. She's beautiful. She's never been this beautiful. This what the red hair, dude? Have you seen what's that movie with her and Richard Gere? Unfaithful. We. <laughs> <laughs> she's gorgeous though. she's Dude, still gorgeous though he doesn't listen in that unfaithful doesn't gear kill her like lover and then he's like end up like oh it happened and they stay together married oh yeah he's in the trunk and they go to the kids school play <laughs> it's crazy man i'm like damn so she cheats on, cheat on richard gear <laughs> <laughs> and she knows and then he, he tells him. her it was i wish it would have been you you're like damn <laughs> Oh my! And they just go to the play together, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, what are you gonna do? Blood coming up the trunk. <laughs> oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! So, listen, watching this, I know what side I am on. On, on this fight, I know what side I am on. Bro, I've been I've been a, a greaser since I was a kid, man. Dude, I, first of all, watching this is a hard thing to watch, man. There's scenes where they're just their neighborhoods all falling down. There's neighbor like a couple. Like, Parents are fighting. They don't go home. They just run out and go sleep somewhere else. Yeah, dude. He's like, man. Sometimes I'd, I'd prefer the old man's beating on me. At least I know he's, you know, he knows I'm there. I'm like, dang, dude, Ralph dude, Macchio. Seeking, I got messed up a little while ago. We had a good, uh, my youth pastor. I got messed up last day. night, too. <laughs> <laughs> <You're stupid. laughs> uh, my old youth pastor came in from out of town, dude. We, and we reconnected, and you know, it was awesome. Yeah, it was him. sweet. Yeah. And we were talking in the living room, talking me, Tony, him, and some of the, some of the boys from back in the day. And he t- he said, man, I used, to, I, mean, I used to come home sometimes. He'd be sleeping on my my back porch, and dude, I had forgotten I used to do that. Dang, that was deep when he said that. Dude, I was it, like, I, it literally like the memories almost like they were in a room and they fell out of the room, and it hurt. Yeah, that was I'm wild. like, I did used to go to your back porch and just I used to just I needed a place to crash. 
Uh, one time he came home and I was just in his house. I broke into his house because I know where to go. And he came home and he walks in. I'm there. He's like, what if I would have shot you? I'm like, you wouldn't shoot me, dude. <laughs> I remember he was pissed. He was really mad at me, dude. But watching it. You're like, look, I'm the only Mexican in Waterford. Of course I can get into your house. <laughs> <laughs> but watch this. I'm like, I'm with the greasers. Like, Of course, dude. But the greasers are a mess. Oh, yeah. They well, are. So a- were we. Yeah, that's fair. That's where we come from. We come from the poor side of town with dude, the poor dude, friends. Dude, you know that we all used to dog each other, dude. Did you know that like all the trailer parks we grew up in and have been destroyed here in the city of Flint? Oh, yeah. like, they've all been torn down. They were condemned. There was like I was reading the papers trying to find out where we used to live because it's hard to like mom to talk about our past very yeah. much. So I want to find out where because we lived in so many different trailer parks. Dude, I want to find the one by the train tracks. And it's I, I found it. No, you didn't. Well, it, probably 10 years ago. I, oh, it's I gone now. Yeah, it's Reading about how they were condemned. Like, someone owned, like, three trailer the parks in the city. The only reason I found it was because of on Richfield Road, there's yes. the, the drive through party store. Yes! And, and if you go up that road, it's off that That's road. the road? Yeah. I got to go look for that. Yeah. But, um... Because I've seen the white trailer and the trailer and the tra- train tracks. No yeah, I took way. my ex-girlfriend in there. It was, like, six, seven years ago. I wonder if it's still there today. I don't know. Man. I heard a lot of them were torn down because someone owned them all, mm-hmm. and someone like was getting the rent from them and just wasn't paying the bills. Well, there's nobody. Oh, dang! And wasn't paying the water, and so they just took the money and ran. Holy and so the city God. had to go in there, like, listen, you've been paying your bills, but this is all like no ta- property taxes paid on this land. There's no water paid to this land. We gotta kick you all off. It was brutal. That's rowdy. And the owners were just like living in Florida, like, hey, <laughs> dang. But the cast of this film, so it's, it's Grishas and Associates, and the plot is, so you have this young, and, and it's funny because his name's Pony Pony Boy Curtis. It's not a nickname. The it's dad, real name. It's not his birth certificate. Yeah, the the dad gave the brothers like Daryl's the only normal name. Yeah, he named one. So he named the first kid one Darryl, Soda Pop. Then he named Soda Pop and Pony it, Boy, it, and it's on the birth certificates. <laughs> Soda, Soda Pop. Pop's a funny name. Soda dude. Pop's awesome though, dude. It's it's dude. If you Drop had a kid low, named dude. Soda Pop, that'd be kind of great. And they're studs. Oh, dude. And, like, and the um, uh, Daryl is pretty much playing dad and big brother because he's taking care of everybody. Pony he's boy's parents are dead, got hit by a train. <sighs> so he's he so, so Daryl's raising the boys, and Pony Boy's trying to find his way. And Pony Boy is a sensitive guy. Like he's like he's a writer. He's an art like artist. He reads poetry yeah, and yep. understands it and likes it. And and his best friend Rob Macchio always wants him to read stories to him, mm-hmm. and he loves his stories, dude. Those two, their friendship is like it's. Beautiful, dude. And they're both tough kids, but they both have these huge hearts. And they love right. each other. Um, so the movie starts off. And- but the thing about, about all these guys is they all are they're fighters. They're street kids, but they all would do anything for each other. They love each other. Like, they're real friends. They're, they're, they're great friends, but they, they're so broken. They don't, know how to, they don't know how to be people in a lot of ways. Like, they don't have... Like, nobody, none of their parents, they don't have good parents. No, nobody's really been there for them, so they have to be there for each other. Right. Which is awesome. Which is what why I love this story. So the boys, like, like they're, 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 the boys are their brothers. Like, I mean, even, like, um, the three brothers, the Curtis boys, Pony Boy, Soda Pop, and Daryl, people just come to their house and eat their food, hang yeah. out with them, because no one has anybody. Well, dude, Emilio Estevez comes in, grabs a sting of chocolate cake and a beer, and he's eating it for breakfast. <laughs> dude, dude. What? <laughs> See Tom Cruise eating that he eating a dude. huge <laughs> He had chocolate on his teeth and he's like, Wow <laughs> Tom Cruise Dude is, Tom Cruise does that front flip over the fence. That was crazy. Was that Swayze or Cruise? That was Cruise. No, it yes, wasn't. Yes, that was that was Tom Cruise. That was Swayze. Swayze's just walking in front. Cruise is the one that does the flip listen, over the listen. fence. I think you're wrong. I think you're a biatch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> tell you what, tell you what, tell you what. what is we, it? What do you want to put on it? Oh, damn. You got me second guessing myself, dude. Well, you got me second guessing myself, but I think it's Swayze. I, I think it's. Let's, okay, what are we betting? Okay, we got to put some, like, a dessert kind of thing on it. Um, and we're both trying to lose weight. We're trying to do. <laughs> okay. Did I mess up last dude, week? Our next movie? Okay. L- loser buys the popcorn. Whew. Listen, uh, that's where I don't skimp. <laughs> I understand. It's a large, it's a large popcorn. popcorn. All right, bet. You want, you want to do the popcorn or want to do the slushy? Let's do the slushy. Man, let's do, no, we'll do a number one combo player, slushy that, that, and a popcorn. Dude, dude, that's a lot. That's, that's like, 11.35, that's, dude. Is it only 11.35? Yeah, man. Uh, I'll, okay. Okay. Combo number one. Damn. <laughs> All right. So uh, You guys will soon find out who's wrong. <laughs> we'll reveal it next month. Damn. <laughs> But um, one of us can be like, man, I'm a popcorn eating motherfucker. <laughs> Dang it. Um, but stick it up. Uh, so the, the, the Pony Boy is a sensitive guy, and uh, his buddy Ralph Macchio, uh, Johnny, 
He's he's not only is he a soft-hearted kid, but he's a little freaked out because he got beat down he's by some the, guys. He's the only child, right? He's the youngest. He's the only okay, child. He's, he's young, okay. and uh, he's sneaking had to get a beaten, and he's got cuts on him because some guy with a ring rang his stick, and so he's he's gun shy at the moment. You know, he's really gun shy. Wait, what? He's dude when he's looking at those girls at the mo- at the drive-in movie theater. So what's the matter with your buddy? He's like, oh, he got beat up last night. Oh, that's right. That's and right. He, that's right. He's a, he's kind of that's because he's, he's off a fresh whooping when he gets whooped e- again. Exactly. Okay, yeah, that's right. That's so they're right. hanging out together. They're at the stinking drive-in. They meet a girl. They meet Cherry and dude, her buddy. Dude, Matt Dillon is rowdy. Matt dude. Dillon is their older buddy, and he is a greaser, but he's older, and he is he dude. That guy. When okay, so what happens is. Basically, he lives above a bar, like yes, a rowdy biker bar. And did you see who the rowdy? Did you see who the guy who answered the door? Waits. Tom Waits with his awesome line. self, dude. One line. He was movie. amazing, dude. He had, uh, dude. He was <laughs> Tom, awesome. Dude. One time, me and Tony were at, were at church, and uh, I was trying to remember Tom because a buddy of mine loves Tom Waits. I'm like, Tony, who's that guy who sings? Tony goes, Tom Waits, and everyone in the place was like, John Combs was like, that was incredible. Because of the same wavelength. Because it was either Tom Waits or Bob Dylan. I knew it wasn't Dylan. <laughs> but uh, Steakin, um, so they meet these girls, are nice to them. On the way home, the socials come, get their girls, and they come cruising for them later and find Macho and Steakin um, Pony Boy alone. Mm-hmm. And they well, said, they weren't messing with them when Dylan was with them because Dylan's got a rep, dude. Dylan. Everybody, his name's Dallas. Everybody knows he's rowdy. He's dude. psycho. He had them girls nervous because he was like pressing up on them, being real uncomfortable. Like, and the funniest part is, the funniest line is Cherry tells Pony Boy, she, she was talking about Dallas, and she yes. says to him, I hope I never see him again. I hope I never see him again, because I'll probably just end up falling in love with him. I'm like, dang, dude, you love a bad boy, girl. Dude, I was like, wow, <laughs> that was a crazy line. You're like, no wonder Tony's always got a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, stink it up. So they come and jump those two guys for them, and they're drowning Pony Boy. Dude, they they got booze. Like they're they're drunk liquor, up, they're and they're drunk. putting them. They got rings on, dude. That's why when he, he pulls that flag, you see that's the guy that beat up Ralph Macho. Yep. And so, so that's why Ralph Macho's on guard, like, oh, crap. Macho's got a knife. They both got knives. And Macho stabs a guy that's killing Well, they were Pony drowning Boy. Pony Boy. They were going to kill him. And so he stabs a guy and, and kills and him. And it's an awesome scene because he's in the water and he's getting and drowned. The and then all of a sudden the red stains the water. It's But then Pony Boy passes out. When he comes to, he's looking around and there's a there's blood everywhere and there's a guy on the ground dead. It's crazy. And and, and Ralph Macho's got the knife in his hand and he's sitting there and he's in shock. Yes. But he you know, he had remember he takes the, the dirt and starts trying to scrub the, the blood off. Yep. So they it's up, crazy. They end up running. They go to Dallas, and what's crazy? They go around Dylan, and Dylan doesn't even phase him. No, he he's got he, a plan for him. He brings him up in his room. Has a safe house for he's him. He's giving them clothes, Gives dry clothes. Ponyboy's crying. He's like, "Hey, get your, get yourself together, man." You know, he's trying. To, he's taking care of him. And he even said, "Man, if your brother finds out I helped you, he's gonna kick my butt, dude." Because he's they're all scared of uh, Sways. dude. They're all scared of Daryl, dude. So. uh Sneaking, they go off and stay in a basically they're on the run from the law. It's an abandoned church. He knows this small town. He tells them what train to jump on to sneak on. It's going to take them right by that church. It gives them a hideout. Gives them money. Tells them to go into into town before everybody's awake. Get a week full, you know, a week worth of groceries. He's going to come when it dies down a little bit to see how they're doing. And so this is them hiding out and talking and and being boys. And uh, finally, Dylan comes from and Johnny decides. Macho's like, I'm going to turn myself in because. He wants Pony Boy to have his family. Yeah, he's a, he's a good he's a good friend. Mm-hmm. See, I got nobody, but but Pony Boy has his family. His brothers love him, and so they're they're driving. Well, he, Dallas said Sherry came up and told him, "Listen, I know they were drunk. I know that they jumped them. I'm gonna I'm gonna testify that they you know were drunk and they were you know that they it was self defense. defense. Yep. So then, um, Ralph Macchio starts. But the thing to, is though, they're poor and they killed a rich kid, mm-hmm. and that's a big and that's. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're going to jail. Oh, yeah. They oh, kill yeah. the rich kid, dude. They're they're punks. They're nobodies, dude. And uh, well, they're the street hoods. The street hoods. Then stinking, they're they're go- Matt Dillon. They're they're going back to the house. They run into a stinking. They run into a, there's a fire at a building. Now, is it a fire at the church they were staying in? No, it's a fire at a. Uh, is it a school? It looks like some kind Schoolhouse? of field trip or something. But it looks like a church because they got a steeple. It's an old. It's old. So they go in there and there's kids looking in there and and stinking. 
Is it Machio runs in first? Machio jumps out and runs in, and Ponyboy goes in behind Machio. Yep. And then Dylan's like, you idiots, we're hot right now. And we're, like, the law's looking for us. Yeah. But he's got to, they end up getting, it's a mess. It's crazy, dude. And they're saving kids. But, but this whole time, back home, they're in the paper, they're missing, the brothers don't know where they're at, all the friends don't know where they're at, so they're freaking out. So, meanwhile, at home, it's all the rich kids versus all the greasers, and they're setting up a huge brawl. Because a greaser killed a soch. So they're fighting. They have rules. So it's going to be a huge. Yeah, they got rules. No which, is, knives, which is pretty no awesome. Guns, no chains. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty, that's pretty sweet. All it's fists. It's really great. All, All fists. Um, and so. Which don't happen no more. No, it does. Okay, so we'll get to that. But um, Steak and. Uh, so they're going to this church and they go in and it's, it's they're getting burned. The kids are the, screaming. The smoke and inhalation. Yeah, yeah. And the roof caves in on Steak and. On Johnny, on yep. Ralph Macchio. And stinking Dylan saves him. Dylan goes in there and gets him out. Yep. Gets all burned up in his arm, getting him out. And uh, the story ends up being, you know, Ponyboy dealing with, like, his friend being hurt. Dealing with, he, he's got to re- he's got to make right with make right with his brother to make things good with him. He I'll tell you what, though, man. Well, okay. We skipped over a huge part. Go. Swayze hits... Pony boy, yes, because because him he and throw, Rob he Macchio, pushes him down. He pushes him down. Him and Rob Macchio, they went out to their little spot by the fire and they passed out. They fell asleep. They fell asleep. So it's after curfew, and Daryl is pretty much the the man of the house. He's the father, and since he it's the brothers, he there he's already at risk of losing the you know the pony boy to a boy's home. Right. So nothing can happen. They can't get in any trouble. So when he comes home late. Daryl's pissed, and Ponyboy's, look, I fell asleep, man. We fell asleep. Uh, what are you going to do? Swayze tells him, look, man, I told you you're going to go to a foster home if you don't get your crap together. And they have a little argument, and Swayze, hothead, knocks him on the ground, and Ponyboy runs. But, and brothers and, fight, though. Yeah, they do, but Daryl felt so bad. He he was just like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. So this whole time, all this stuff's happening. Daryl's at home feeling horrible. So Ponyboy thinks he hates him. And... When they when they um, save all those kids and they get hurt and they go to the hospital, well now they're heroes in the paper. So now they're gonna go home. They gotta face the music, but now they saved all these kids. So they they got a better chance get a fair trial. Yes, but Johnny, who's the one who did the murder, is in like ICU's type. Like he's yes. like like he's burned up real bad. bad, all on his neck and yeah, his shoulders. Neck. He's all it, crispy, dude. Eee. So. The, the conflict. Was it Cherry's boyfriend that got killed? Yes. Okay. Knifed him, dude. Dang. In the man. gut. Mm. So the movie is 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 just it's and the brawl is great. It's amazing. When they like fighting and like, everyone obeys the rules. No one brings a knife. No one brings a chain. They just have a good old fashioned brawl. And it's like, people get hurt. Everyone man, gets hurt. It, it is skin on skin, bro. Dude. And the craziest part is um when well one of the best parts is when Swayze sees Pony Boy. And he grabs in the him hospital. And yeah, and oh, they're hugging, man. and soda pops there, and they're all hugging each other, and it's a beautiful scene. But Pony Boy, he got hurt. He got the he, he inhaled too much smoke. He was looking. Even everybody was saying he was looking frail. He's sick. He He's gotta, sickly. He's looking bad. So when Swayze's got to go to work, he was remember he was going to take the day off, and he's like, "Look it, we need the money." So, Emilio Estevez, all the friends are at the house, and they're all going to their different jobs. Rob Lowe and Tom Cruise work together. At the gas station. You know, Daryl does the roofing. So, they're all, they all meet at the house in the morning. And Emilio Estevez, he's, they call him 2-Bit because he rides the bus all the time. <laughs> he stays name. He yeah. stays with Ponyboy. And uh, Daryl's pretty much telling him to look out for his brother, make sure you don't smoke too much, keep an eye on him. So, then they go into town together. And then some of the socias that were there – want to talk to pony boy so the guy pretty much said listen in a nutshell this this rumble is going to happen but i just want you to know you know you are you're a hero and you saved those kids i wouldn't have done it and i can't believe that you did and he told him for a second i'm not talking to you like a like a greaser I'm talking to you like a man like a person a good person and that's how the, one of the themes of the movie because he says i wish it's like, why is it going to be greasers and so why, why can't it just be people? Yeah. That's when this idea that why can't it just be people? Why is it to be these tribes mm-hmm. or just us versus them? And that that's a beautiful line, dude. I, it's like someday we're going it's to a good a, scene. Um, 
But the the the, the, the brawl the is great. The best one stinking Amelia is starts busting on them dudes and their pants and stuff, dude. That was so well, first of funny, all, dude. they were like he's like, like they were really flooding. Those were, they were they were flooding oh, unbelievably. Oh. Now I never knew what flooding. I don't know where that word comes from. Flooding because it seems flooding would be the opposite. Flooding would be like over the shoe. But flooding, you know why? You know, I, I, I okay. This is probably not why, but you, you know why I think it's called flooding. Why? What do you do when you step in water? You roll up your pull your pants up. Okay. Maybe it's maybe it's because so the pants don't get in the water. Maybe so you just see but the socks. Flooding means you're the bottom of your pants. Flooding means you that you're too poor to buy new pants. So you get them from Salvation Army secondhand, and they're they're. They're, they're too right short. Now. Yeah, they're, they're too, too short, short on you. But um, we all had floods, dude. Oh, dude, it happens. My boy has floods right now because he, he grew too fast one day. <laughs> a little nasty. Yeah, it's because he's yeah he's miles per hour. Dude. Uh, but uh, Steve kidding. <laughs> hey, look at him pants. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> dude, they were just giving him crap, dude. Oh man, he's like ah, ha, ha, real funny. What's crazy is the poor people are always good trash talkers. Oh yeah, because they're all they do is get burned on, like you get ripped on and talked so, down to their whole life. Yeah, so you just gotta get you gotta get tough and you gotta get mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's That's true. funny, man, dude. But um, so the cast of this film is unbelievable, unreal, dude. So C. Thomas Howell is the main character, and he had a good run in the '80s, and then he kind of dropped off. There's a lot of TV what after was that, that movie when he did blackface. Soul Man, holy dude! Crap. Nowadays that would do no. <laughs> and he's one of the buddies in ET. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes, he is. He is. Um, then you have the Sways as Daryl Curtis. Okay, um, <sighs> the Sways. First of all, we lost him too soon. And there's a documentary coming out next month. On, Can't wait. Was on Amazon Sundance. Prime. Sundance. Oh, it's on Sundance. It's just about Swayze's life and how just, just how driven he was as a man. And I, we, we had a month of the Swayze. If you okay, listen, I'm gonna I'll link to it in this Go podcast. Back in time. We did a month of the Swayze. We did next of kin. We did ghost. We did what else did we do? Next of Roadhouse. Kin. <laughs> Roadhouse. We did. Roadhouse is amazing. That's that an amazing was, movie. That was a great podcast, too. We had a good time doing that one. What was our fourth movie for the, the month of the Sways? Next of Kin. You said Next of Kin. Next of Kin. Point Break. It oh, Point. Dude, that was a fun month. Yeah, it was. The month of the Sways was great. Because um, we were just giving him love like nobody's business. But we love the Sways. Yeah, we're going to watch the documentary. Awesome, we're, uh, it, it was, so, so Sways in this was great. First of all, he is ripped out of his mind. Oh, yeah. Just his. He's a bad dude. He's His hair bad, was dude. great. A rougher, bro. He's just a hard worker. Dude, you have Rob Lowe. Where with are they at? Are they in California? I don't know where they are. So you have Rob Lowe as Soda Pop Curtis. Uh, he, I know him most from Wayne's World, dude. He was great in Wayne's World. He was awesome. He's the, is he the bad guy, right? He's the bad oh, guy. Yeah. Um, he's the advertising guy, dude. Still for her pleasure. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> he's the, because it's still Tia Carrera from him, yeah. right? Oh, uh, dude, what a dog. You have Matt Dillon as Dallas, and Matt Dillon has had some good movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this movie, listen, everyone's really young, and the it's more of almost like a play than a movie, just because it's so early. A lot of long takes, a lot of just showing the guys acting. Some of the guys, you know, I mean, it's it's the movie's raw, but I like it for I like it for that. I like how young everybody is. They're all kids. Um, Matt Dillon in this, he is. When so Johnny dies in this movie, Matt Macho doesn't make it, and, and he leaves Johnny can't thinking, hand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Dallas, Dallas can't, can't handle it. it. Matt Dillon's character, and he says horrible things like, "That's why you don't help nobody. You can't help mm. nobody. Watch out for yourself. You'll be tough. Yeah. Like don't care for no one." And because he can't handle the loss of this young kid that he. Dude, the funniest was when they go into the the to see him, and he's in his whitey tighties. And she's like, "Where's your gown?" He's like, "I threw it away." <laughs> like he was just being a dick. But um, he's a, he goes horrible patient. Give me a smoke, man. Give me a smoke. So give him a cigarette. And then he remember he, he puts his face again. He accidentally breaks the cigarette. And he's like looking at it like, "Oh man, that's <laughs> so funny, dude." But Dylan loses it, dude. And he literally just wants to die. He can't handle the pain, so he goes and he goes with a gun with no ammo. Mm-hmm. Goes and knocks over a stinking convenience store. Runs out. Has a shootout with the cops. He's shot. Dude, and he just dies in a hail of bullets. It's awful. In front of all his friends, dude. They're all running down the street to get him, man. It's, oh my gosh, dude. Man, that's, that is that is rowdy. Machio plays a Johnny who is, is the hero. He's, and he's young in this. Yeah, he is. Machio. This is a year before Karate Kid. That's going to make change his whole world. Oh, yeah. The Credit Kid is a decent is a decent trilogy, dude. 
Three is wackalicious, but it's still better. I than haven't a, seen I mean, three in a long dude, time. Don't get me started on my opinion on part three. It's One that and two bad. Are so good, dude. Two. I remember watching two all the time. I'm gonna have a tape of it. Two was was amazing. Um, all I know is the bad guy from three has Rob Macchio so scared that Macchio's a punk, and Macchio barely wins the tournament, and he wins it out of fear, and it pisses me off. No, he doesn't. Part two, he fights a guy to the death, and that guy he fights in part two would have showed up in three and killed the guy that Rob Machi was scared of. Like, he would have killed him, dude. The Machi never overcomes his fear and beats the guy no. with confidence? No. You're talking crazy. Bro, he pulls something out of his booty, and the only reason he had two points was because the guy gave him two points. Did he, he like Illegal moves. Yes. To embarrass him. And so, I mean, Machi's like... Doesn't even want to be there. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that another time because I, I got theories about it. It pisses me off to think of Nick Barnes. Bro, I will smoke you, dude. <laughs> also, of course, my cousin Vinny. Macho, we're big oh, fans. Oh, was of, awesome, my cousin Vinny, dude. dude. Great. A great movie. You have Emilio Estevez's Two Bits, and Emilio Estevez hasn't had a good career. He's had a really good career. He's... Poor He's got guy. his trilogy, Mighty Ducks. He got his trilogy. Oh, yeah. Made his mates money on those trilogies, too. Bread. He made some bread. He had Young Guns 1 and 2. Good yeah, movies, man. Yeah, yeah, he did. He had uh, Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club was sweet. I hated Sanimal's Fire, though. I did not like that one. No. Men at Work was a fun <laughs> one. That was really funny. Him and him and Charlie, him and his brother. Um, it's taken, you have something, uh, what was it, uh, Maximum Overdrive? Oh, yeah, the truck driver. <laughs> yeah, movie. the, and it comes, the machines got taken over. <laughs> come to life. Um, he's in Judgment Night. Oh, which is that's one of the all time. We don't even have to do with Emilio Estevez's greatness. We just we just had a ton of good ones. Um, and then he was in Loaded Weapon One, which is really like parodies. Like, there's not even a good parody in a long time. I mean, the Naked Gun movies were great. Loaded Weapon One was, dude. I mean, Hot Shots was good. Hot Shots was really good, <laughs> dude. Wilderness Girls. Wilderness Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, because it's literally a little girl, and then they cut, and it's Tim Curry. The best is it's a little girl skipping, and then uh, it, she takes a puff of a cigarette, and she's like, eh, 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 and then steps on the cigarette, <laughs> dude, and then he's got a full beard. That's so funny, It's dude. so stupid. Whoopi Goldberg gets yeah. killed. Um, Tom Cruise is so young in this movie. He's a it's baby. Crazy, dude. He is it's a crazy. baby. It's crazy. He, like, Tom Cruise in this movie is nowhere near what he's going to become as an actor. Like, he he's the biggest. He's like, I mean, so he's good, megastar, dude. I mean, I was convinced I'll never see that cash grab a movie called Top Gun Two, and the trailer came out, and I'm like, I'm gonna watch the crap out of this mm -hmm. movie. Forget about it. It's gonna be awesome. I mean, I don't even like Part One, but this one looks so good. How did you not like Part One? I missed it when I was a kid. Watch it when I was, didn't have the nostalgia you can't factor. Watch it when you're, you're I'm saying good. I missed the like the, the cheese is so there's some there's some cheese, Tony. It's not Days of Thunder cheese, but it's definitely some cheese. I like Days of Thunder too. Rob Duvall, like, come on, Days man. of Thunder has some cheese on it. Yeah, but it we has some. When we were kids. It has also some. Also got Nicole Kidman, boy. Has some gone in seconds. Gone in seconds cheese. I love Gone in sixty seconds. That movie has some cheese. I on love it. that movie, bro. You didn't like Gone in sixty seconds? No, man. It's a Jerry Bruckheimer film. You know what I feel about that guy? Well, didn't he do The Rock? Yeah. You didn't love The Rock? The Rock is a guilty pleasure. What? Nothing guilty about that. All I want to know is if you like your hair. It's <laughs> so <laughs> You make my point for me. That movie is jeez delicious, dude. Bro, stinking um. Dude, dude great all, movie. All I gotta say is, you like you like uh you like Elton John. He had a song called Rocket Man. And guess what? It's you. You're the Rocket Man. Like, it's the stupidest, whatever, dude. stupidest ending ever, dude. It's you. <sighs> You're the rocket man. Yeah, and the guy stands like, <laughs> That's a good movie, dude. <laughs> Listen, Ed Harris was great in it. Because Ed Harris is always great. Yeah, he's always great. He's he's 163 years old in the new Top Gun. And it's be awesome. <laughs> he's the Crypt Kicker. Crypt Kicker, he's like, <laughs> Yeah, he really is. He's old, old. It's so funny because his whole scene is, uh, why aren't you retired or something to Tom Cruise? And it's just like, dude, you're the oldest guy I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you should have been retired. Um, then you have Diane Lane as Cherry Valance. Love and again, her, she, her red hair is dude. just 
on fire. She, we, we know her from an, uh, uh, Indian Summer on the podcast. Oh, yeah. If you haven't heard that podcast, it's a great one we did about just summer, summer vacation, That's summer love. That's a good one, dude. It's a great movie and a good podcast. She was in Man of Steel as Martha Kent. We, we talked about Unfaithful with Crazy Movie. She, um, so, yeah, so that she, she had some, she's had some good ones. Um, and then we have randomly, I don't know if you notice who was in this movie. Did you see it? What? Um, Vern is it not? Is it not Vern? No, no, um, it's um the cop. Not the, the cop. Uh, he was a security guard, and and Ernest goes to jail. He's in all the Ernest movies, different yeah, roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always he's it's him and that skinny guy. Him yeah, and yeah, the skinny yeah. guy. He's always yeah. he's, that guy is the teacher in the sneaking. Oh yeah, they're in the like, hospital. Remember, he's like, you shouldn't be smoking. He's like, you're smoking. He's like, well, I'm an old man, <laughs> dude. I'm like, that's the guy from the Ernest goes to jail movies. That's great. Now, uh, so great cast. What what are some of the scenes? We talked about a lot of the scenes. The brawl is is one of my favorite all time scenes. It's amazing. I also like when they're out on the lamb and they're reading "Gone Gone with the Wind." There's a scene without they're looking at the the, the um, sunset, and it's shot like "Gone Gone with the Wind." You understand? Yeah, yeah, it's oh, shot yeah. like an old Hollywood. You know why film. I know that? Why? Because I picture Weird Al at the end of UHF. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the suit and the yeah, and he's with the blonde dude. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And he's got her in his arms. Yeah. You're so got the mustache. You're so stupid, dude. You know that from still never seen Gone with the Wind. It's it's a three hour bore fest, dude. I bet, dude. It's a snooze fest. Makes me want to watch Doctor Zhivago, dude. Yeah, leave that alone. Um, Did you like that? No, nah, I mean it's classic cinema. What, you what was do? your mom's name? Mum. <laughs> Hate that movie. You saw that? Yeah, and I had to watch it and stick in uh, sixth grade English. You watch that in sixth grade English? Yes. That sounds like a nightmare. Well, I failed the class. <laughs> now it's fine. I got through it. Now, Mr. Johnson Holmes, the seventh grade, seventh grade. Okay, so before we get into Raise This Wrong, Raise This Right, <laughs> we want to give mad love to our patrons. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is. This last month was incredible. We saw like five new patrons join up. And we're currently sitting at $94 a month being given to the podcast. That's you guys saying we love you love the show. That's you guys saying that we, you, you want to make the show go. I'm sitting right now. We're sitting in our home studio in the basement. And literally, it's halfway done. We have sitting here the soundboard. I'm shopping for new mics so that we can set it up, and it's all set up all the time. Because right now, the mics we use, they like fall in and out of the computer because they're USB, and we have to set up all these weird, like weird, like uh, setups every time we use it. And sometimes they break and they don't read right on the USB. It's just a mess. But we're gonna once we get this new soundboard up and running, it's gonna be awesome. And it's all possible because of you guys and everything you give to the podcast. So thank you all, um, those who's given the last month. We have all the the uh, rewards going out uh, this next next two weeks. So look, you're checking the mailboxes for cool stuff coming to your houses. New patrons, uh, we love you. Without you, we couldn't do nothing. So here's the deal: we're six dollars away from hundred bucks a month. And here's what we: this is our next hundred dollars is our stinking next threshold for a reward. If we have six of you give a dollar each, six of our patrons give a dollar each, we would unlock two podcasts per month. I mean, we. I, I kind of told Tony before September. I want to get there. We're almost there. We're almost there. Six people gotta give a dollar a month, and then we're gonna be doing two a, two a month. And dude, how awesome does that sound? Reach down deep in your pockets and pull out a dollar. Reach down deep past your balls, grab the dollars. <laughs> Those are some deep pockets. Deep. But uh, eight ball corner pocket. So patreon.com slash Red Rum Theater. Patreon. P- you can do it. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Red Room Theater. Thank you to all the new patrons. You guys are, I mean, you guys are just, you're awesome. Thanks for believing in the show. You give us, you, you, we keep on doing this stuff because you guys enjoy it when you're, and I'm glad. So, raised us wrong. We'll start here. Eating the rich. Socias versus greasers. Dude, I don't know if you've gotten past this yet, but for me, for a long time... We live in Flint. Of course, we didn't get past this. I, If I met someone and their parents were wealthy and like hooked them up, I automatically didn't like them as a person. I, I like to assume they were weaker. But here's the thing. It's it's all out of um, pride and envy. Dude, that's a holy cow. Dude, dude, what, how, many truth bomb how many friends do we have with badass rides, dude? I, I'm better, saying, better than our parents' car. I'm saying, I, and I, our parents right. had one car. Always have had one car. Dude, I remember driving with mom once in this big old suburban that died in the middle, in the, in the turning lane in, here in Flint. People were beeping us. I remember being so embarrassed and mm-hmm. so scared. 
and that just stays with me. That's that stuff. Those memories are awful. But you're right. It is pride and envy. Well, yeah. Well, when you're, when you're little kids and your friends see you paying for stuff with food stamps and Waterford, it's like, damn, stinking. So I had this thing in me about just like push, like almost treating people who had wealthy family. I, I almost like treat them bad. Like I assume we're on different teams, which is stupid. Dude, I got I I I ruined a relationship because my girlfriend's uh, dad was rich. Her car was paid for, college was paid for, everything was paid for, and, I, and that, that was my hang-up, and I was a dick to her about that. Wow. So it took me, I mean, I don't even know if I got over all that. But uh, I had a buddy in my comment once, he's, dude, he goes, you're prejudiced against rich people. I'm like, you're stupid, dude. Who he, called you on that? Wesley, dude. Wes who? You know. Wes? Yeah. He's a rich white boy. But I'm saying, he called me, he goes, Ernesto, you. He called you on it as he was fanning himself with $100 bills, dude. <laughs> Yes. Saying my dad got another new jet ski. Got <laughs> <laughs> these new Jordans, baby. He's like, oh. shoot, man, I don't even, dude. I remember Nate Cohen. I seen him wearing them new Jordans at school uh, at church that one day, and he was just like, I just got them because I wanted the new Jordans, dude. That's how Henry is too. He's like, I just want to buy them because I never could get them when I was young. That's, that, that, that's, I might buy, dude. Nate's looked so cool on him. I might buy some just to have some. He has worn those twice. Oh yeah. He keeps them in his closet. Dude, he ain't gonna scuff them mugs up, dude. Dude, my son, I'm so proud dude, of him, dude. Listen. When you told me that this morning, I last week I got a new pair of Van slip-ons, the checkerboard slip-ons, and and I the first night I wore them I had a gig. The um, I'm scared dude. The uh, a grease, uh, some grease from my stool where it swivels, got on my shoe, so I had I took a brush at home and I cleaned the tried to clean my shoes, and it faded the checkers. Oh. And they're only fifty bucks, but I'm like, damn. So, so me be, trying to be uh, ghetto savvy, I took I took the brush and did both shoes, so I made them look like they're old, <laughs> but they match. <laughs> now I'm like, gotta buy some new shoes. <laughs> but um, I used to think that way. I used to be. I used to be. But what Ernesto was saying was, little Ernesto got some Spider Man slip ons. Yes. He was looking at him like he had sneaking hundred dollar Jordans on. Dude, like, my, he drives, walks around and he makes looks at him all the time, make sure there's no scuffs on his white and the white sole. <laughs> the white, the sole. Dude. Sneakerheads back in the day, you, you you step on someone's shoes, a big deal, bro. You put a black scuff on somebody's white tennis shoes, oh. you're fighting. You're fighting. It's a big deal, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, sneaking. Um, but yeah, I used to have a real hang up with people that were wealthy. But now I'm like, you know what? If someone's parents are wealthy, good for them. Good on them. Well, here's them. the thing. There's it's, a difference a- between inherited wealth and self-made wealth. Henry is going to be a millionaire. But the thing is, his he kids worked, though his butt will off. receive the benefit of that, and it, it's hard because talking about I'm gonna receive the benefit of that. Shoot, he, <laughs> he buys me drinks all the time. Like the thing he is, pays me to go to Chris Stapleton. <laughs> I want to leave my kids some inheritance when I die. I want to have some, build a little bit of like equity so I can have some something. I just want to have. I'm gonna leave my like. That's something I've never seen before. I want to leave them more than like. Like we start off with zero. We just start off on our own. Had to make our own way in the world. Ain't no one helping us. We're just fighting. My kids had a little bit of help. I wouldn't mind that at all, dude. But the thing is, I don't want to be spoiled either. You know, I don't want them to be like, because the struggle makes you strong. Yep. It does. It's like having nothing. Like, dude, I don't make a ton of money, but I buy myself things that I want. I got, like, when I was young and I first started playing drums, I got my first drum set because you got a loan from Aldo's to get me that first drum set. Just like you did for me, I got a loan from Aldo's to get Jesus' first nice electric. And that's just dude. Things. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? But now I forgot about now that. Now I've got like a almost three thousand dollars sticking drum set. I got all nice gear. I don't buy nice clothes and nice shoes and all that stuff. No. But the things that are important to we're me, we're wearing the same T-shirt right now. You and I are. Yeah, because it was four ninety five at, at Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> yeah, dude. Whatever. You know, you know, I wear these shirts because you introduced them to me. You know where I found them at? Where? We went to Texas, and I needed some T-shirts, so I bought two black ones at Walmart. I was like. These are amazing. They fit great. They're, they're perfect fit, bro. So I, yeah, I, I probably got eighteen of them at home. Yeah, dude. I wear the same gray shirt every day. Everyone, everyone mad at me. Your problem is you wear gray and you always put the stinking spot on them, dude. I, I wear black. I got a gray one on now, but I wear black because I eat stupid stuff like you, and you'd be like, bloop. I, I get salsa on my shirt every time I eat salsa. <laughs> I get, I, you can't go. Two bites without the burger dripping on yourself, dude. It's so funny. It. Your face. You get that scrunched up face and you're trying to dip your napkin in the water, like <laughs> trying to clean it. And then you get the one stinking grease spot 
on there, and I'm like, damn, dude, it, 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 this four five. five like, bucks? Oh, I got to come out five dollars. <laughs> I, I owe every two months. I go buy like three new shirts because I, I, I get four I every cycle time. Out. I get four every time. Um, Twenty bucks, blood ale. But I'm uh, sneaking. So eating the rich. I used to have a thing against um, just the wealthy kids. And you know what's crazy is when I was in college, this played out. I had in my well, yeah, life. You went to a Bible college with a bunch of rich Bible right, kids. But all my friends. The only thing worse than rich kids is rich church kids, bro. Dude, all my crew were the sick of greasers. I didn't like the socials. I didn't like the kids. Dude, Todd, that's a greaser. The right Todd, Todd father Todd is, the man, he's kind of Matt Dillon-esque. Oh, yeah. He's Just the, the way he dresses, yeah, cool he's, guy. He's, he's the man, dude. So listen, guitar player, dude. Dude, he's guitar player. So let me tell you my sneaking, uh, out my uh, outsider's brawl story. So, I mean, now listen, this story, what's crazy is, it used to be a fun story to tell, but nowadays, it'd get people in trouble. If, if like Nowadays, this story could get people literally fired from their jobs. So when I was in college, there was a crew I didn't like, the rich kids, the socials. Um, I felt that they were, that they were better than me. They probably didn't. I just felt that way. But one day, though, one of the guys, one of the, one of the socials, one of the dressed nice, had some money guys, he took a stick. Oh, man, you've told the story on the podcast. Yep, before. wrapped it up in tape and wrote the N-word beater on it. Wrote it and beater on it. And walked around the dorm and tapping black kids with it. Like, not beating them. Did you tell us at church or on the podcast? I don't know. Because this is a brutal story. So I had some friends of mine, some African-American buddies. They didn't know what to do. They're, 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 they want to be pastors. They want to honor Jesus. But they're like, this guy offended me as a black man. What, I want to beat him down, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So this guy, his friends all like laughing. He's cool, doing what he does. Had the, one of the... One of the whitest names I've ever heard in my life. His nickname was Peach. That's what I'm called him. Peach. Peach. So this guy is doing this crap, and we decide and no more. Bible college. Yeah. Mm. Me and my crew decide no more, and so we we uh, he's out with his cronies in the plaza, and they're uh one of the guys is playing guitar. The girls are around him, thinking they're so cool. They're, they're, they're dressed so nice with their flooding pants and crap, and uh. We have a water balloon shooter on the 10th floor. We start bombing them in their, in their, in their corner so it's easy to hit the walls above them and splash down on them. You know what I'm saying? And we just start, th- and they all get up and have to leave, dude, and they're all mad. They know it's us. You see them flying out of the 10th floor window. Awesome. And, and it's known that we don't like them. So they sent up words saying, we want to brawl. We want to fight. And the rules were, it, it, was like, it was like living. The rules were like, no punching in the face, no stomping on the ground, no there was some punches thrown though. I think there was it was trying to be be gentle with the punches and no stomp or kick when you're on the ground. Those are the kind of the rules and no weapons, of course. So one, it's like ten o'clock at night in the plaza in the center of a college with three thousand students, a Bible college. We end up there, me and a bunch of guys from my floor, all of us rowdy. Canute was there, wasn't he? Knuth, Todd Father, me, AC. AC, dude. dude. It's nuts, dude. Even, even Terror Bear was in there, and he's like not a beers? fighter. Yeah, dude. Dakota it, Beers? Yes, dude. Zing, it was cr- dude. But they brought yeah, in Yeah, but some- he ain't no punk, though. He's a farmer. No, man. no. He's a farmer. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got a, a temper, too. He can let it off. He can just turn it on like a bomb. Um, Steaking off. They they drew him some ringers because they, they were popular kids. They brought in some friends of theirs. They brought in this huge. This guy had a head like a stinking Folgers can. It was huge. It was just mm. huge head, dude. And he was a six foot four. He was a monster. And he came with them, and we were outgunned probably almost like almost two to one, outgunned, dude. But we're also just mean and rowdy. Mm-hmm. And the base of the game was this: it was gonna be a ten minute brawl. Maybe five minutes. It's, it's, it's in a time limit, maybe five, ten minutes. And if you can break through their line and get to Peach, you could beat them up. So it was basically capture the flag, but with fists. Jeez. And when it started, dude, we ran. And, dude, it. I can't believe it happened in real life, dude. Like, I was dating Angie at the time. And I called, really? I called her afterwards because I was, I got beat up bad on that field, dude. Not, not Pony Boy bad. But probably Swayze bad. You ever seen that big old shine on his face? Um, no, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe, Rob, Lowe, I got beat, yeah. I got, Rob Lowe beat up bad. The big guy, literally, one, I think Tafa that told me. Tafa that was kind of the captain. He's like, dude, listen. You got to neutralize the big guy. He's going he's gonna to eat us. This guy's going to walk around just like a, like a big old giant kicking people off, you know? So I go right at him. But he was too strong for me, dude. I could, he was too strong for me. So I literally, 
ran at him, tied him up, went to the ground, and we just held each other in check on the ground for the first Jeez. three minutes. And I was using like I was using everything I had to keep him tied up. He was so strong, like I had to just keep him at a. Was a corn fed dude? He was mug? the guy was from Iowa or something, dude. Jeez. Finally, he goes, man, you want to do some fighting? I'm like, yeah. So he gets up, and we, we go out of ways. And so we're fighting, and there was, they had this one guy. I forgot his name. He was a punk. He would walk around the edges and spear guys from, the, in, from behind. Mm. Just a coward, dude. I, to this day, if I ever saw that kid, dude, I'd probably confront him to his face for being a piece of crap, dude. Yeah, now he's like 40. I, I don't give a <laughs> rip, dude. I'm like, hey, man. If he's like, hey, that's a memory for cool. I'm like, I remember you. You suck, dude. You suck then. You probably suck now. Damn, dude. <laughs> dude, he was a piece of crap. But um, I remember one time I saw, I looked across the field of battle, and I saw the Todd father, and he had gotten through their line. And I just remember seeing him like up in the air, peach, his throat in one hand, fist up in the air, ready to rain down fire on this guy, and do that jerk coward came from behind and grabbed his arm and stopped the fist from landing. Oh, it broke my heart, dude. It man. broke my heart. I thought it was going to bloody that nose. But um, eventually... I'm fighting hard, but the, that jerk guy spears me in the back of the legs. And I go down. And before I know it, there's like a little bit of a dog pile on me, so I can't get up. And that big monster of a man, dude, sees on it. Top. Runs over and stinking just dive bombs it. I'm underneath, and I felt my chest compress, dude. Mm. I lost all my air, and I'm just, just, I'm just, I'm on the ground. And right now, I, I remember getting up to my hand, my, on my knees, and then someone from behind just runs and just tackles me down again like and then the fight ended we only got a few licks on peach but you know what he got suspended after that or he got expelled his parents came up from his hometown to argue for him i mean they were influential people came up to moody they came in they're like listen our guy our kid didn't know where we come from is not a big bad word what's the big deal and they said we gotta expel you for semester and he came back a semester later after he expelled left came back when he came back he was still popular and girls still liked him. I couldn't believe it, dude. It, it was like, you know what it was like? It was almost like the socials were right. Remember the socials said, listen, even if you win, even if you win, you're still poor and we're still on top of the pack. Yeah. I remember we said that. I'm like, that's brutal, dude. That's, even if you win, yep. you're still poor. Yep. And we still got everything. One thing that I'll never forget is. <laughs> dude, that's brutal. Yeah, that's. Jeez. One thing that I'll never forget, though, is the leader of the socials. Was good friends with Patrick Swayze when they, and they played football together, and Emilio Estevez says Daryl would have been a social if it wasn't for us. Only thing that kept him from being a social was us. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude! They would have let him in their crew because he was so. Oh cool. yeah, he was just a, he was cool. He was tough. He was bad. I bet you the women loved him, dude. Even the girls knew new rumor of him, dude. But he wouldn't go over. He wouldn't leave his boys. Nope. That's true, dude. Isn't that crazy, man. I caught that later in life, dude. Again. So eating the rich is a thing, and I had I had one brawl in college, which was awesome. But nowadays, you do something like that, you're going to jail. Yes. <laughs> so you can't do that kind of stuff. Now, raise us right. Tony on his hands right now. So the, what's tattooed on your hands, brother? Stay gold, baby. Stay gold. I never okay. Watching it again, I didn't I forgot it came from that poem. That everything kind of fades. Everything kind of. He says we grow up and lose our. Our innocence, we lose our joy. We lose just being happy and just being loving. And he tells Ponyboy, don't lose it. Don't lose that spark. Stay gold. Like, stay. Because yeah. he's a different, he's different. He comes from that place, but he's just a sweet, good person. Stay sweet. Yes. Stay good. Don't like, be tainted. Kind of like when a baby comes in the world and they're so innocent and they're so just sweet and, and oh. And it's hard to stay gold because you almost, it's easy to be jaded. It's almost easy to be like Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon doesn't want, like, doesn't want like, anything in, wants to be tough, mm -hmm. wants to be like, can't care and, about and, nobody. And, and when, he, when he does that, he doesn't know how to react to his feelings. Right. He doesn't know how to handle it. He's, like, he's yelling, you got to be tough like me. you got to be tough. And because mm -hmm. he doesn't know how to feel anything that's soft. And that's, that's an awesome tattoo, dude. Stay gold. I love it. It's great, dude. I almost got dang Gina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you got stay gold. But dude, that's a true thing. It in this in this world, it is hard to keep that childlikeness in in your life. But you know what? I think, I think we have. I think we enjoy. 
like I still have moments of un, un, when I see a good movie. We saw what's on my Hollywood the other day, and it was just smiles and easy laughter and just having a good time. It was so enjoyable and so entertaining. I oh I loved it, dude. Quentin is is he doing Star Trek? I don't think he's going to do it. I'm okay. trying to get him. I don't him. think he should. He says he's going to do one more movie. So he Scott. just hit a home run, dude. Yeah, don't go to Star Trek, man. No, don't be that. Don't end your reign on that. You're not JJ, dude. I, I, I'd rather him do something different. His his creativity's yeah, exactly. He stay needs, away from. He he can't work in their box. He's got to have his complete freedom. But staying gold just means keep some of the innocent magic. Keep some of that sweetness alive. Cause it does, it it does go away, man. It does, dude. We know some hardcore, <clears throat> just mean. I'm telling you, man, when I'm on the road, I can't even imagine dude. what you're seeing, Tony. No, I'm talking about the feelings I get on the road. I'm like, I have to check myself and be like, you gotta be cool, man, because I get mad at everybody, dude. Oh and I just shoot! Have, I just gotta, I gotta put it in check. How do you do it? <clears throat> just push it back down, swallow it. Just smile. Instead of flipping somebody off, give them a thumbs up. Just give them two thumbs up and smile. You know what's crazy is uh, sometimes Tony and I will be talking on the phone. We're both Bluetoothing it up if we're driving around. Mm-hmm. And so Tony like, hold on. So I hear him go into a place. I hear him do paperwork and stuff, right? You go and turning your, your stuff, your files, your forms. And I'll hear him talking to the stinking, the um, dispatchers, the receptionists. And dude, you're always like so kind to them. And you're just being cool. And I hear them being cool back to you. Dude, like... Not everyone's like that. No, they're not. People love me, dude. I'll go in there and people will be in a bad mood, and by the time I leave, they're smiling and laughing and joking. Stay gold, baby. That's how it's got to be, dude. My, my, one of my um, goals in life is, especially getting older, and, and being a trucker, I see a lot of people, and especially I, I see a lot of hard people. And by the hard, hate their job, yeah, hate yeah, their yeah, lives. Yeah. Um, my goal is, if I meet somebody one time, I want their life to be a little bit better because they met me once you're wally dude and people will remember me wally from uh european vacation <laughs> or from, <laughs> from wally world no. from the cartoon wally wally Wall-E. i never seen it tony it's magical i don't dude. have kids bruh i know but there <laughs> the other day I, I pulled in this place and the trucker got there like right before i did and i was kind of like dang man and i was pissed because i'm like this dude's gonna get loaded before me i'm trying to get done it's friday I jump out of my truck. I just hop out. Because, like, me, but lately, me and Ernest have been really active with this gym we go to. So I'm like, oh, I'm going so tomorrow I'm, morning. I'm, so I move real, real good and real fast. And I'm always like moving. So as soon as I jump out of the truck, I'm like on the go. Well, the dude pulled in before me, and he had, to, we both had to walk into receiving or uh, shipping to, to check in. He gets out of his truck, and, and it's probably a good 50 yard walk to the receiving office. And he gets out of his truck, like, and I jump out of mine. He gets out, slow go. Kane, you know, he's just got beat down, like knees. You know, he owns his own truck. He's, he's probably, you know, 55, 60. He's been right. doing it forever. So I just look at him and I go, hey, man, how you doing? He goes, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And he's looking at me. He's like, wishing I could move around like you do. And instead of running in front of him and going and checking in and getting my door, I've walked with him real slow. We BSed and I held the door open for him, let him walk in there, sign in. And then I got my door after but little things like that, I mean, people, dude, that's, don't, that's people awesome. don't care about anybody anymore. No. Dude, you I care was about at everybody. the White Horse getting pizza this afternoon, which I shouldn't have done, but I did. Sounds but, delicious. Uh, oh, dude. And this lady who was serving us was being so sweet to little Ellie, uh, my good friend's daughter. She's a little baby. And she's just t- co- cooing at her and talking to her. And she, when she bought us our silverware, she gave all the adults forks and knives. She gave all the kids just forks. And I'm like, oh, a lot of waitresses don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, she brought extra napkins for the kids and, you know, it just, just took extra mile little things. It just was being real nice to us. And I'm like, it's not hard to just no, be cool. No, it's not. And you know what? And it'll, it'll, it leaves a long lasting impression. I left her a big old tip, dude. And it was just, I just gave her all the joy right back. I'm like, man, just stay gold, man. Yes. Like, who knows what's going People on? People appreciate Her, her life that, might be man. terrible, you know, yeah. but she's. Be- I always make sure and tip real good. Anytime I go anywhere, you never know, especially if you're being a jerk, dude. You never know what somebody's going through. What, oh, what man, they just no left idea, home, dude. So they, I mean, you don't know the person before you left, like stiffed him on the stinking check and, he, and or that, treated him like crap, talked down. To and him. people do that all the time, dude. 
Oof. Picky about their food. Dude, you hear horror stories, man. I, I this, There's this girl that I know, and she uh, she's a waitress or a bartender and waitress. And she was waiting on this table, and these people were being super rude, like so mean, condescending, talking down to her, and like being like overly rude and like talking to her like she was nothing. And then at one point, she heard them talking about church. And then heard that they go to the same church she does. Then she walked up and said, oh, oh, you guys go to the river, huh? And they're like, um, yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, me too. And they're like, really? And they said, yeah, my dad's so-and-so. Somebody who's somebody. And she said their, and she said their tone changed right away. And they were like, holy crap. You never know if you know somebody. So treat everybody like you know them and you care about them. Don't be a stinking idiot. I've had people, same thing, treat me like crap. And then they change their tone real fast. It's just like, oh, it's just be cool all the time. Just don't be fake, man. I hate that. Especially when people want to be all, oh, I don't want to get, there's another subject I don't want to get yeah. to. So, we make t-shirts. We have the Red Room t-shirt store over at redroom.threadless.com. Um, we have a couple of designs there for you with a Dang Gina t-shirt. We have our first edition of our uh, Raise This Right t-shirt with the Rocky boy with Rocky on it. Um, the Rocky like outline with a little boy on the steps of Philadelphia. It's awesome. We got our Red Room Theater original t-shirts with three designs. We've got on the fourth. It's, it's literally in production right now. And uh, we'll hopefully have it out for the next two weeks. Now, uh, that's redroom.threadless.com. Shirts are there. Um, and they're great. And we, we, we make no money off them. I put them at discount on our store. They're just there for you to have cool stuff to buy. It's not for us to make any kind of big overhead. So We got hoodies, right? Oh, yeah, there's hoodies, Fall's baby. coming, homes. Oh, I love I love a hoodie in the fall. Dude, there's nothing better than jeans and a hoodie, dude. Nothing. Nothing in the world, baby. Man, I can't wait to get some whole, good horror. We're doing at least two horror movies for October. Heck to the yes. We got well, Shining is getting done this Shining, October. Yes, it has to. Shining is happening this October. Not the one with the guy from Wings. <laughs> no. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Oh, speaking of which, I got to give a plug. I got two plugs I got to give. Go ahead. Scary Stories. What's it called? Scary Stories. To read it dark. Yeah, to read it dark. Hold on. Let me look at it. Make sure it's the right title. Um, I went and seen it today. It's an old book. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. I read those first, I read the first two volumes when I was in middle school. Dude, I did too. And I remember the cover. I remember the cover to the black and white. Yeah. Uh, the white frame. And it always just looked crazy. With a skull yes, on one of them. Yep. Yes. One of them was, uh, it had a crazy looking face with a pipe. Yep. Um, PG-13, I was kind of iffy about it because I didn't want it to be like a Goosebumps type, even though I did like Goosebumps. Didn't want it to be like more of a kid's thing. Um, great movie. Go see it. It's very enjoyable. Um, good story, man. Holy crap. Um, and... I normally don't do this. Um, the new Volbeat record is unbelievable. Spell that for our audience. V as in Victor. V-O-L-B-E-A-T. They're from Denmark. And they're like kind of Tony like a, played it for me yesterday. They're like kind of like a rockabilly like rock band. But it's so bright and hopeful and joyful. <laughs> and it's like the new album's like real melodic and like just oh man, it's so good. It's, I might the Sanzigs and Larry are going to see Slipknot tomorrow night, and Volbeat's the opener. They're going to kill Slipknot, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, I'm not a Slipknot guy, but the new song's actually good. I might buy a ticket and go out and watch Volbeat and go home, because I'll still be home by like 10 o'clock. That'd be awesome. I'm thinking about it. We'll see. I might okay. crash. Um, great record. Good new movie. Um, I just read what we're doing next month. Hold that thought. So next month at the Red Room Theater, we have a, a great vote for you. A tough vote. We're going all Arnie, baby. All Arnie. Mr. Schwarzenegger himself. <laughs> the nanny. Well, the, the, the nanny. I don't know. <laughs> the nanny, the nanny daddy. That's not the nanny. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, he oh. had a affair with the nanny. I don't, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, our vote for this month is Predator versus The Terminator. Two 80s tent poles, two 80s classics that are both so good. It's hard to know which one we're going to watch. You have the vote. So you guys get a vote. Predator vs. Terminator, and here we'll do. If we get four, if we get four more dollars given this month, 
we have four new patrons this month. We'll do the loser as a bonus episode. So we could almost do both Arnie's. Yep. It could be a month of Arnie. So vote. I can't believe we haven't done either one of these. I can't believe it, dude. So you listen to the podcast on the iTunes Podcast Store or on Spotify where people are loving it. Spotify's yes. getting massive listens, dude. If you like the show, you can leave a review on iTunes or you can follow the show at uh, facebook.com slash Theater. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next month at the Red Rum Theater.